The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about a hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and there you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side of the page is... Um, Bradley show from yesterday afternoon. So if you guys missed that and you'd like to catch that, you can do so up until three o'clock this afternoon, at which time he'll be live in that area. And then on the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up, whatever device you got there and uh, look for the rumble icon in the bottom right hand corner. Click on that and uh, join us in the chat on rumble. We've got uh, some friends over there. Good to see you guys in there this morning. And then be sure to subscribe to the channel itself. Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is the channel on rumble. Uh, please subscribe over there. And then um, also we're, we're streaming live to beforeitsnews.com, top of the page over there. We appreciate those guys giving us a spot uh, on their platform also. While you're at sonsoflibertymedia.com, right up under where we're streaming live, you can sign up for our email newsletter. Uh, you get that once a day, late afternoon, early evening, and that's all the articles that we have in our post for the day, and that includes the morning show archive. So if you hear something today, if you want to follow up on something or whatever, uh, you're able to do that by going to sonsoflibertymedia.com, and uh, if you get the email, then it'll be right there in your email inbox. You just click on what you want to check out, all right? Okay, um, I apologize for the music going over. Uh, doing some work here in the house and boy, I was just beat last night. So I'm sort of not filling up to par right now. <laughs> uh, sometimes if you sweat, it's it, I, obviously it's good. You get rid of toxins and things of that nature, but uh, I'm just uh, extremely tired right now. And uh, I got a lot to do over the next few days. So uh, with that said, just bear with me if I, just uh, go off on a rant with something uh, here, or if I forget something, I am getting to that. I don't know why I'm having those moments where I just, there are words that I'm wanting to say, and I'm forgetting what they are. Like yesterday, 
the word gene. That was what I was looking for. It was a pretty simple word. And uh, for whatever reason, I forgot exactly what I was wanting to say there. Anyway, thank you for joining us this morning. And uh, one of the things I want to uh, get to, I just bring it to your attention a couple of things before we get to the main topic. And these are these came out at uh, sonsoflibertymedia.com. This one was from John Whitehead. He is the attorney there at the Rutherford Institute. And check this out. The Supreme Court paves the way for government to circumvent double jeopardy clause and prosecute individuals twice for the same crime. He writes, in a ruling that defies the very safeguards put in place by America's founders to guard against prosecutorial misconduct, the court held in Smith v. United States that a defendant who faced trial in the wrong location can simply be prosecuted again in another location without triggering the double jeopardy clause, which prohibits the government from prosecuting someone twice for the same crime. In weighing in before the Supreme Court, a legal coalition made up of the Rutherford Institute, Cato Institute, and the National Association for Public Defense had warned that failing to hold the government accountable for filing criminal charges in improper locations could give rise to a situation in which the government is effectively allowed to circumvent double jeopardy protections by perpetually retrying an accused in one unfair district after another. Yeah, what could go wrong with that? John Whitehead said, the First and Sixth Amendments are supposed to serve as an antidote to the abuses of the American police state. People have a constitutional right to not be prosecuted twice for the same crime, and when and if they are accused of a crime, they have a right to know what they're being charged with and are given the opportunity to have a fair, speedy, and public trial, an impartial jury, the right to a lawyer, and the chance to confront and question their accusers. Well, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. In fact, um, speaking of letting people know what they've been, or, uh, you know, charged with, what they're arrested for, or any of these kinds of things, it's really interesting because uh, there was a there was a, a situation, and Bradley had sent it to me the other day, and um, bear with me if this kind of plays on its own. Okay, yep, it is. It's going to play on its own. Um, this was a, I don't know where this happened. Seemed like I saw a headline on it and I just didn't pursue it. But the cops go into this guy's house. They just come in. There's no warrant in their hand. They're not saying why they're there or anything. There's like four of them. And they're coming in this guy's house and they're arresting him and they drag him out of his house handcuffed. And if you pay close attention You'll hear exactly why they're arresting him. And it's honest, honest to God. It's it's most incredible thing. Listen to listen and watch this. What are y'all doing? Oh, I was just scrolling through my feed when I found this. Imagine there's a knock at the front door. You go to the front door to see who it is. When you open it, it's police officers and they storm in and start cuffing you up. Like that. If you're like me, watching this video, you probably started asking, what'd he do? Like, why are they there? What, what is the reason that they're doing that? I'm going to play the rest of the video. And if you listen closely, you're going to hear the terrible crime that he is accused of. Why are you in my house? Why are you in my house?
Now, just for the, the radio audience, there are now four police officers in here handcuffing this guy. Uh, and I guess this is his wife who is trying to talk to them and somebody else is filming it. You've got one officer or you got two officers handcuffing the guy, one officer holding the wife back. And you got this other big old boy who's standing in the doorway. Body art without a license. Guys, chill. What is really going on here? You got them? Yes, I got all of them. Guys, you're in the cameras. This is ridiculous. So they're walking the guy down the street, out in his neighborhood. Piercing his son's ear without a license. Piercing his son's ear without a license. He's being arrested because he pierced his son's ear in his own house. Okay, so he wasn't he wasn't engaged in commerce. These cops busted in my door, busted in the front door. I wanted my ears pierced. Cuffs on this boy for nothing. Body. Okay, all right. You you get the idea. This is what some of these police departments are like. I'm not saying every one of them are like that, but I'm I'm going to tell you. With the internet and, and things I've said before, and we've done entire shows on some of these cops and what they're doing, listen, they are not supposed to be above the law. In fact, I would say the police in general are those who are not supposed to be existing. Why? Because our Constitution is very clear about who law enforcement is. It's very clear. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15. This is the, the, the powers of Congress to provide for calling forth the militia. The militia already exists. It is the able-bodied men in the United States. And why are they why does the militia exist? To execute the laws of the Union. There's no thin blue line here. It's the people policing themselves. That's what it's supposed to be. And we become wealthy, and we become fat, dumb, and happy, and we are we are just fine with saying, you guys over here who we don't even elect, that you don't even give an account to, you give an account to some city council or whatever, that you can come and start being the thin blue line gang, and for some of them, it, they really are. They really are little gangs. We've done entire reports on whole police departments who are engaged in this kind of stuff. And here they are arresting a guy because he pierced his son's ears in his own house without a license. He didn't have permission from the state to do what he did. You respect the authority. You respect that. That's what they want you to do. Yeah, Bradley sent me that the other day. That that was going on. Uh, let me give you this one too. We're going to be talking um, probably this week about the upcoming BRICS announcement, which is that's been a long time coming, probably ten years or better, as far as I remember. Um, 
where they're going to be announcing a new currency that's going to be backed by gold. Now, I don't know anybody who wouldn't want to be a part of that kind of currency because that's biblical currency. Actually, it's our constitutional currency. The stuff we have now is counterfeit. I don't know any other way to say it. I don't care if Congress passed a, a, a piece of legislation or not. Our Constitution says only gold and silver can be used in payments of debts in the states. Only gold and silver. And we've read from the Federal Reserve's own papers, their own book, that the only value the, the little green pieces of paper you have in your wallet are worth the only worth they have is in the value of the paper they're printed on. And that's it. Any value they have in your head is all in your head. And they say it. That's almost verbatim. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. But they, it's almost, that's almost exactly what the paragraph says. We also have this little tidbit. This came from Daniel Greenfield yesterday. Foreign donors are influencing the elections through 501c4s. Now, if you're not familiar with the nonprofits in what they started out with uh, early on in the 1900s, we had G. Edward Griffin on to talk about how nonprofits were being used to promote communism. Specifically, uh, I think we focused in on the Carnegie Foundation. I think that was the one that we talked about. And that was being promoted by the president of the United States at the time to promote communism. That's what they existed there for. And there's no doubt in my mind, and if I'm not mistaken, that was FDR who was doing that. In my mind, that's nothing but treason. How do you let the ideology of your enemy come in and be promoted with the money of the people, with the approval of the president, and that not be treason? We're going to look at treason in just a little bit. But we're going to be talking about this, this BRICS thing and the rollout of the CBDCs that are that's first phase is supposed to be this month. I've already talked to you, and, I, and some of you can let me know in the chat or you can write in or whatever. By the way, if you want to call in, you've got a question or a comment, 803-619-9855, 803-619-9855. We're going to talk to Dave Jose. He, he asked me, he says, you got some people who will send in a notice on the, on the CBDCs versus the constitutional money they're supposed to uphold, which is gold and silver. And I said, I'm sure we have some people who will do that. So we're going to try to bring Dave on probably next week because I can't keep him, hold him just to an hour because he, he's such a great guest and has such good information that I don't want to cut that short in the hour. But I think this is something that we need to be uh, dealing with. And uh, he's happy to do it if the people are willing to step forward and put the notices in. But this one, the foreign donors are influencing elections through 501c4s. This is what they've got. Um, he says that foreign nationals are exploiting to funnel money through super PACs or ballot initiatives. Well, of course they are. Because, look, if the foreign nationals get their people in, if they get their stuff on, what are they going to do? They're going to get a payback for that. Yeah, they're going to get some of U.S., this this worthless U.S. money that we've got that's becoming wor you know, worth less and less every day. By the way, 
with this BRICS rollout, we're getting the um, the word that they're going to make this announcement about this currency that's backed by gold in August. Which tells me that if you have any gold or silver, you're about to see that stuff go skyrocketing. That's my thought. You're about to see it go skyrocketing. Because once people see that there's something solid behind the currency, they're going to flock to it. They have, I think, almost 30 countries that have applied to be, be in the BRICS bank deal. And I think it's still a central bank. It's still a bad idea. But the currency being backed by gold and silver is a good thing. Actually, I think it's just backed by gold. But here's what we read here with uh, this influence of the elections. Some members are talking about closing the foreign C4 loophole. Representative Brian Steele from uh, Wisconsin, chair of House Administration Committee, is introducing legislation to ban such groups from contributing to political committees for four years if they accept foreign donations. I, here's the question I have. How, why are foreign donations even allowed in U.S. elections? Why are foreign donations even allowed in the U.S.? In, in any of these nonprofits? Isn't that by very definition you're working sort of with the enemy? You're working with foreigners to undermine your own countrymen? It's what it sounds like to me. He also wants to ban foreign nationals from giving to state ballot initiatives. American elections are for American citizens, Steele told Axios, ahead of a hearing for his committee, or his committee is holding in Atlanta today on election integrity. Yet foreign nationals still find ways to influence American elections. The American Confidence in Elections Act will close loopholes that foreign nationals are exploiting to funnel money to super PACs or ballot initiatives. And then he concludes by saying, at this point, even 501c3s are closely involved in U.S. politics. Never mind C4s. Your average major lefty nonprofit has a C3 for tax-exempt funds and a C4 for more direct political involvement and may have a PAC too. Money goes in the different ends and all of it ends up influencing politics. Some states are stepping back, stepping forward to block foreign money on a statewide level. West Virginia is one such example, but a federal ban is important because some lefty states won't do it on their own. Well, I, again, I don't know why they would have allowed foreigners to put money in, but I understand the money laundering. I understand all kinds of ways they can go around these bans. And even what this guy puts in place, I'll guarantee you, they'll still find a way around it. It's called depravity. This is the wickedness of man coming out. Man is not basically good. We had some guy pop in here yesterday saying he was liberty and he was this and that and I am this and I am that and I'm I don't need a savior and I'm going to I'm going to boost myself up and I'm going to rise up and I'm going to overcome by myself. I don't need anybody to do it and then somebody, you know, I said, "Boy, there's a lot of self going on." And some other people called him out for that as well. And then he goes, "Oh, I'm not denying that we need a higher power." <laughs> Didn't sound like it to me. That's the depravity of man coming out. The same thing happens in this, in these political ventures. 
All of these things that are going on is just expressing the depravity of man. And it gives evidence as to why man needs a savior from sin, which the Bible says is transgression of the law, specifically God's moral law. That's what it is. That's why we need a savior such as Jesus Christ. In fact, he's the only one who can save. There's no other name given under heaven among men whereby we must be saved. But that of Christ. So let's get to what we're talking about here today. Now, <clears throat> there is a lengthy piece uh, here on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com from Robert Spencer. And uh, this is on the fact that Joe Biden, the illegitimate man in the People's White House, was giving away sensitive U.S. military info during a CNN interview. I know, it's hard to believe, right? It's hard to believe. This is what Daniel wrote. Was it dementia or was it old Joe rubbing it in that we now have a two-tier justice system in this country? Such that he and his cronies can do whatever they want without fear of penalty, while the entire massive apparatus of the United States government is devoted to finding new crimes for which Donald Trump can be charged. I'm not worried about Donald Trump. He doesn't seem worried about it either. I think that's all a circus that's going on. Either way, he sat for a softball interview with CNN's Farid Zakaria on Sunday, but ended up revealing information about our military that could make our most formidable global enemies newly emboldened and aggressive. Is there nothing old Joe won't do to make America weaker and more vulnerable? Zakaria reminded Biden about weapons that 100 nations banned, including some of our closest NATO allies, and when there was news that the Russians might be using it admittedly against civilians, your then press secretary said this might be or constitute war crimes. And he asked, what made you change your mind and decide to give them weapons? <clears throat> His answer won't get him arrested because he's Joe Biden. Nobody's they're, they're all in that circus of politics, as Bradley calls it. He's just another clown there. They'll prop him up as long as they can use him. He said, the Ukrainians are running out of ammunition. And then he said, the ammunition that they used to call them 155 millimeter weapons, this is a war related relating to munitions, and they're running out of that ammunition, and we're low on it. <laughs> he then said, and so what I finally did, I took the recommendation of the Defense Department to not permanently, but to allow for in this transition period where we have a hunt more 155 weapons. I mean, the way this guy talks is absolutely incredible. These shells for the Ukrainians to provide them with something that has a very low dud rate. <laughs> Gosh. This is, the, this, is, this is the guy pretending to be the commander-in-chief. The sniffer-in-chief is per, per, you know, pretending to be the commander-in-chief. These shells for the Ukrainians, to provide them with something that has a low dud rate, it's about, I, I think it's 150, which is the least likely to be blowing. <laughs> it's just, how do you make heads or tails out of what this guy is even saying? And then he said, and it's not used in civilian areas. No, 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 no. It's not. Despite what we've seen and the fakery 
the fakery of a lot of that war. Now, I understand there's some real things that are going on, but the fakery going on in the, in the war in Ukraine is absolutely amazing. They're trying to get through those trenches and stop those tanks from rolling. And so, but it was not an easy decision and it's not, we're not signatories of that agreement, but I took, it took me a while to be convinced to do it. But the main thing is they either have the weapons to stop the Russians now from there, keeping them from stopping the Ukrainian, Ukrainian offense. Look, I'm reading it the way, it, the way he's talking through these areas and they don't. And I think they needed them. Again, Ukraine's not even a part of NATO. I don't know why we're giving them anything. Well, I do know why we're giving them. Because Joe is in bed with the guys in Ukraine. Zelensky and stuff. And probably literally and figuratively. And this is why they're giving them this. Nobody's authorized him to do that. We're in our constitution. We say, yeah, you can take our ammunition, our money, and you can go give it to a, a neo-Nazi uh, country like Ukraine. Where did we say you could do that? We didn't. But they're doing it. And yeah, I know, what's her name? Bobert up there has put up her articles of impeachment. That's great. Some people ought to get behind it and get rid of him and then just follow right along and get rid of the chick behind him. Of course, I know that leaves Kevin McCarthy open and they're probably going to need to go ahead and get rid of that rascal too. And if that's what it takes to clean the house, then let's clean the house. By the way, this isn't first the first time Joe has opened his mouth and engaged in treason. How many of you remember Extortion 17? I still run across people who've never heard of Extortion 17. 12 years on, almost. Next month will be 12 years. Source in 17, largest loss of life in the Afghan war theater. I think we lost 17 Navy SEALs, a couple of guardsmen. Uh, there were seven, seven or eight uh, Afghanis who were on board. Lost those guys. Blown out of the sky. Under Obama. And their friends watched as they were killed. And they saw where the RPG came from. We had Joni Marquez on the show. When was it? Last year or the year before? I can't remember when we did that whole week of Extortion 17 stuff. But she was flying the fight or she was in command of the fighter ship that was providing protection for them. And they said they knew exactly where the RPG came from. They asked permission to fire on it, and they were told, do not fire. There might be friendlies in that building. Can you imagine that? Seeing your friends killed, your fellow Americans. You have the opportunity to take out the bad guys, and they say, nope, there might be friendlies right there in that building where the bad guys are. Does that make any sense to you? No, it doesn't make any sense to me either. And by the way, the guy, we had the guy on that week, um, Stephen, who put out the Fallen Angel film documentary on Extortion 17. And just within a couple of months, he went in the hospital with quote-unquote convid kind of stuff going on with him. They gave him remdesivir and it killed him. He wasn't an old man at all. Yeah, same stuff. And in that, Joe Biden had opened his mouth 
at a non-secure location in Afghanistan among the troops and said it was SEAL Team 6 that, quote-unquote, took out Osama bin Laden, if you actually buy that. Which put a marker on their back. And those boys from SEAL Team 6 told their families to clear off their social media, distance themselves from the whole thing, they believed a target had been put on their back, and just months later, they were dead. They were dead. And some of them were found with bullet hole with bullets in their bodies. And the base up in Washington that did the autopsies didn't save the bullets? That's a pretty important thing, don't you think? They cremated bodies of some of the men... And said, oh, they were already burned, blah, 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 blah. And some of the parents were going, no, 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 we saw pictures. That, that this, There was no need to do this to my son. That was the result of Joe Biden opening his mouth, his big mouth. Traders often are emboldened like that to just open their mouths and say these things. So here he is letting the world know, hey, we're running low on ammunitions. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. And it's not just that. It's not just that. Last week, we had this guy, Dr. Gall Luft. And this guy is a, he's a whistleblower regarding high crimes of Joe Biden and his family against the people and the corruption that comes there. Guess what the Department of Injustice has done now? You can't even call him the Department of Justice. They're so full of injustice, it's incredible. Why we even allow it to continue to stand is beyond me. They, they answer to the people, don't they? Isn't that what's supposed to go on? Yep. And all the people do is get mad and they're keyboard warriors and they send out memes. We've done our job. We've done what we're supposed to do. Now, they've indicted this guy. Check this out. They've indicted him on federal charges of arms trafficking, operating as an unregistered lobbyist for China. Remember how they they accuse you of what they're guilty of doing? Yep. Unregistered lobbyist for China and conspiring to flout U.S. sanctions on Iran, according to a Manhattan indictment that was unsealed on Monday. You don't think Biden and his handlers are behind this? Of course they are. Of course they are. Let me slide down here. Oh, I thought I had. Yeah, the New York Post says that left as a key figure in House Republicans' investigation of the Biden family's international influence peddling. Faces federal charges of arms trafficking, operating as an unregistered lobbyist for China, and conspiring to flout U.S. sanctions on Iran, according to a Manhattan indictment unsealed Monday. Prosecutors in the Southern District of New York say Luft, who is 57, a dual U.S.-Israeli citizen, that's a problem there anyway, who was arrested in Cyprus this past February and went on the run after being released on bail prior to his extradition, agreed in 2015 to let former Hong Kong official Patrick Ho sent $350,000 each year to Luft's think tank, the Institute for the Analysis of Global Security. Now, I'm going to tell you, even on this right here, I say 
why are we allowing for foreign money, especially that coming from communist nations, to come into anything here in the United States? It's kind of like me asking the question of why are we selling land to the Chinese? That just doesn't make any sense. In return, the indictment said Luft agreed to recruit and educate a former high-ranking U.S. official to make public statements which were in the interest of China. Now, if the guy, look, if the guy's guilty of all these things, fine. Okay, deal with him. But I find the timing of this highly suspicious. Highly suspicious. The official is not named in the indictment, but details about his work correspond to former CIA director James Woolsey, who briefly worked for former President Donald Trump's transition team after the 2016 election. Ho similarly is not named in the indictment. Oh, how convenient. But details in the court document match up to incidents in Ho's life, most notably his arrest by U.S. officials in November 2017 on bribery and money laundering charges. Uh, now, put that in with what we're se- what we've seen come out of the Hunter Biden laptop. And by the way, you can go. I mean, if you really want to be sick to your stomach, and I mean, I mean this, I, I would never encourage people to go there. <laughs> But there is a link on sunsofliberatymedia.com where you can go if you haven't if you haven't looked at some of the documentation and the images from his laptop. It is, I, I just I don't. It it makes me physically ill to see stuff like that. Okay, it just makes me physically ill to see it. I'm going to show you the very tame stuff. Okay, I had to take out even some things that the conservative writer said we're okay uh, to show. I'm not interested in showing you a lot of Hunter's naked body, even covered up parts, or some of these, the women or the underage girls and that. But you you need to see, the apple didn't fall too far from the tree on this one. Even Russian television, according to Juanita Broderick, and there is a, if you click on the link there, you can see the Russian report. I'm not going to play it on here. But they're showing a naked pedophile Hunter Biden snorting cocaine while in the company of young girls. According to Sandbag Appreciator, he's got a couple of pictures on it. These are pictures that are found on his laptop. These little girls here. About half to two-thirds are pics of young girls. We're not talking about... Some of these actually look like they're prepubescent. Yeah, I'm trying to keep, I'm going to try to keep it on the tame side, okay? But these are just some of the images that he had on his laptop. These are clearly not women, they're young girls. And this is what Hunter Biden had on his laptop. This is pedophilia. There's just, there's no doubt that this is what this is. And I'm going to try to, because I think I took out most of this stuff that was, I mean, it was just so you would see sort of the age of these, of these girls here. 
And this is this is what he's this is what he's done. Now there are far worse things than what you're seeing here. Just so you're warned, if you go over there, that's what you're gonna see. Does this seem appropriate for any man to have all these I mean, we're seeing arrests of pedophiles, right? Here he is in a car with two of these young girls. We're seeing arrests of men for pedophilia. Here he is. There's a video on there where he's driving 175 miles an hour while smoking crack. This is the guy in the White House, the People's White House. He's there illegitimately. This is what his son is doing. And this is what he's he's covering for his son. If any of us were doing even one of these, if we were caught with these images on our computer, you are you telling me that we wouldn't be swarmed by FBI, DHS, or whoever they're going to send after us to come after us and charge us and prosecute us for the stuff? You know we would. You know we would. And here he is. Uh, these are images where he's been smoking crack, and he's so, thank you, he's so um, fascinated with the smoke that he's blown out. He's just taking pictures of the smoke. He's just fascinated with the smoke. Here's his crack. And this is, I'm not even going to go, I, I got a couple that, that were there just showing that he had these women behind him while he's in there naked or these young girls while he's in there naked. And this goes on and here's the best many conservatives can do. All they can do is give jokes about Hunter Biden. Jokes about Joe Biden. Memes about both of them. They're both engaged in treason. Both of them are engaged in treason. By the way, <clears throat> let's just look at the Constitution. What does it say here? This is Section 3 of Article 3, Clause 1. Treason against the United States shall consist only in levying war against them or in adhering to their enemies. Hear that? Adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. i got to ask you a question. You've been told Ukraine that we should be on their side. And I know a bunch of people out there, hopefully not any listeners from <laughs> Sons of Liberty, but there's a lot of people out there. They say, I stand with Ukraine. They put their little flags on their thing and just goofiness. They buy the official narrative. Whatever they're told, boy, they get right behind it. The conservatives I'm talking about, they get right behind it. Jump right in there behind that because, oh, well, it was Russia. You know, we got to stand against Russia. All right. Well, it says no person shall be convicted of treason unless on the testimony of two witnesses to the same overt act or in confession in open court. Well, we're not, we know we're not going to get an open confession, but I think there's plenty of documentation, plenty of documentation to demonstrate Biden and his criminal family have been engaged in treason against the United States. And not just with Ukraine. Not just with Ukraine. And then Clause 2 of Article 3, Section 3 says, The Congress shall have power to declare the punishment of treason, but no attainder of treason shall work corruption of blood or forfeiture except during the life of the person 
attain. Mm -hmm. Now, in the old days, they took traitors out and they hung them. That's what they did. They put them to death and they did it openly so everybody learned what would happen to a traitor. A man who sold out his own people. Over in the book of 2 Kings, we read about such things. Um, there is the story of Jezebel's daughter. And let me just read through this quickly. And when Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she arose and destroyed all the seed royal. But Jehoshaphat, the daughter of King Joram, sister of Ahaziah, took Joash, the son of Ahaziah, and stole him from among the king's sons, which were slain. And they hid him, even him and his nurse, in the bedchamber from Athaliah, so that he was not slain. And he was with her, hid in the house of the Lord, six years. And Athaliah did reign over the land. And the seventh year, Jehoda sent and fetched the rulers over hundreds with the captains and the guard and brought them to him to him in the house of the Lord and made a covenant with them and took an oath of them in the house of the Lord and showed them the king's sons. King's sons, excuse me. And he commanded them saying, this is the thing that ye shall do. A third part of you that enter in on the Sabbath shall even be keepers of the watch of the king's house. And a third part shall be at the gate of Sur and a third part at the gate behind the guard. So shall ye keep the watch of the house that it not that it be not broken down. And two parts of all you that go forth on the Sabbath, even they shall keep the watch of the house of the Lord about the king. And ye shall compass the king round about, every man with his weapon in his hand. And he that cometh within the ranges, let him be slain, and be ye with the king as he goeth out and as he cometh in. And the captains over the hundreds did according to all things that Jehoiada the priest commanded them. And they took every every man his men that were to come in on the Sabbath with them that should go out on the Sabbath and came to Jehoiada the priest and the captains over the hundreds did the priest give King David spears and shields that were in the temple of the Lord. And the guard stood every man with his weapons in his hand round about the king from the right corner of the temple to the left corner of the temple along by the altar in the temple. And he brought forth the king's son and put the crown upon him, and gave him the testimony, and they made him king, and anointed him, and they clapped their hands and said, God save the king. And when Athaliah heard the noise of the guard and of the people, she came to the people of the temple of the Lord. And when she looked, behold, the king stood by a pillar, as the manner was, and the princes and the trumpeters by the king, and all the people of the land rejoiced and blew with trumpets, and Athaliah rent her clothes and cried, Treason! Treason! But Jehoiada the priest commanded the captains of the hundreds, the officers of the host, and said unto them, Have her forth without the ranges, and him that followeth her kill with the sword. For the priest had said, Let her not be slain in the house of the Lord. And they laid hands on her, and she went by the way by which by the which the horses came into the king's house, and there she was slain. What she was calling treason, she was engaged in. She was engaged in treason. And so they put her to death. This is a woman. 
with the sword. Oh, how brutal. Oh, oh, you're you're a Christian Taliban, aren't you, Tim? Nope. I'm for justice. And I'm going to tell you, justice is not pretty. It is not something settling to your stomach. But the Bible says that it teaches those to fear the Lord and to put away the evil from you. And again, you hear it on this show all the time. The one thing lacking in the United States today is real justice. We don't have any of it. We have injustice all over the place, literally all over. the. Even when we think we're getting justice, we're getting injustice. Oh, somebody got a life sentence to prison? Yep, God doesn't talk about that. The only mention he makes of prison is just, okay, it's a reality in some lands, but in Israel, there was no prison. They might have a holding cell just to try you, and that was only for a short amount of time, like a day or so. So that you get a trial, so that you get heard. And after that, if you've committed a capital crime, you're no longer on the earth. They deal with you. No reason to infringe on the rights of everybody else because they won't bring justice. And that's what's going on. Because we won't bring justice, they attack our rights. Yep, that's why you have background checks on arms. You have background checks on those things. Why? Because they won't deal, they won't bring justice to the really bad guys. And then they let the bad guys out. And oh, we can't, we got to make sure the bad guys don't get guns. So we're going to do background checks. Oh yeah. You, you law abiding people, you got to do it too, but it's okay. You'll show that you're innocent. Well, wait a minute. I thought America, (laughs) I thought the whole premise was you're innocent until proven guilty. But in these situations, nope, you have to be one who demonstrates that you're innocent before you can enjoy your liberty. There's another guy over in the book of Judges and chapter one there. says, And the spies saw a man come forth out of the city, and they said unto him, Show us, we pray thee, the entrance into the city, and we will show thee mercy. When he showed them the entrance into the city, they smote the city with the edge of the sword, but they let the man go and his family. There's, there's a picture of a guy who will sell his people out too. He was fortunate that he got out with his life. And what's interesting is these guys, Joe Biden and such, have been promoting the drag queen story hours, the trans delusional stuff. They've been promoting that stuff. And don't think that there aren't Republicans who are doing it too. They are. Whether they're doing it passively or whatever, there are some people doing that. And I know some people don't like me bringing up Donald Trump doing it, but the guy opened up his properties for some of these trans delusionals. Go look up where... Uh, he opened up, I think it was, I think it was Mar-a-Lago for that guy, Ricky Rebel. He's supposed to be some kind of trans guy or whatever. Go look at the other times he opened it up at other properties for them to celebrate or for the log cabin Republicans to be on his property and celebrate. Those guys are promoting sodomy. Don't tell me they're both not doing the same thing. And so we had this come out yesterday. 
This was from the Epoch Times. Who's supporting drag queen stories in California? Public libraries? I think this is important. And the reason I think it's important is when you find out who's doing it, that's who you go deal with. Because in essence, are they not um, pushing for contributing to the delinquency of minors? Are they not then going forward and pushing against the laws that are already on the books? You said, what's California? Yeah, but California's got a lot of conservative laws still on their books. This is the report. On the evening of July the 5th, about 30 concerned parents and grandparents showed up at the Sonoma County Commissioner's meeting held at the Ronart Park Library. About 20 of us spoke and stated why we were so opposed to their sponsoring and paying for the recent four drag, uh, four drag story hours held on Father's Day weekend. The story hours were sponsored and paid for by the Sonoma County Library Commission using our tax dollars to the tune of $500 per hour, thus $2,000 in total. I want to ask a question. How many parents could have just went in there and read to kids at no cost to anybody just because they wanted to read to kids? Instead, you pay $2,000 to have men who are an abomination, that's what God calls them, for dressing up like women. And some of them, I, I got to tell you, that the image that I used here, and you'll see it on the video uh, when you go look for it on Rumble, they, they don't even, they're not even trying to look like women. They look like devils. They look like it's a Halloween, you know, for them or something. By attending the meeting, we learned that for the most part, the 10 commissioners agreed that the drag story, our performances went well, and they are proud of themselves for holding them. Yeah, of course they are. They used your money to do it, guys. They didn't use their money. Ask them to put $2,000 out of their own pocket into promoting this mess. They won't do it. No, they steal your money and they do that. They do it with this. The drag, string, uh, drag story, our performances went well. They're proud of themselves for holding them. They're pleased that they were able to affirm the LGBT community. They were happy that a total of 322 parents and children attended them. Now, the kids, look, the kids don't know any better. And if you've seen some of these kids, some of them, not all of them, but you see some of them around these people, they don't look like they want to be there. Some of them look frightened when they go in there. Others don't. Others don't. And they'll run up to them and hug them and this, that, and the other. I mean, it's one of the most disgusting things you'll see. And these people, these drag queen performers or whatever, what they're doing nine times out of ten, what you find with these guys is that you find they've been guilty of committing crimes against children. And that's why they want to do it. They want to be around the kids. It's like a person addicted to a drug. They want to be around the drug and they want to be around the people who have those drugs that they're addicted to. Same thing happens with the, with the pedophiles. They want to be around what they're addicted to, what they have subjected themselves to, and they want to defile it. They want to defile the innocence of the children. And you understand what I'm saying about innocence. I understand we're all in, in Adam 
We're all guilty before God. This is why I said, if anybody enters into heaven, I don't care what their age is, they enter there by the work of Christ, not on their own merits. But you understand what I'm saying about the innocence of the child. They shouldn't even be introduced to any kind of sexual content at that age. They have no need to know it. And if you tell them, they're not going to figure it out themselves. And all it does is spur on a curiosity to go find out if you're not going to tell them the truth about it, which many parents won't do, sadly. One commissioner in this issue, who is an attorney, was able to attend the story hour held in Petaluma. He borrowed a friend's 11-year-old child so he could sit in on it. You had to have a child with you or you were not allowed in, even as a commissioner. What? It's a public library. You're not allowed in unless you've got a child, even if you're a commissioner. What? He said that there was nothing sexual about the presentation and there were no sexual movements. <laughs> okay. What does that have to do with a man dressing up as a woman? What does that have to do with that? The storyteller just read her books Actually, it's a him. It's not a her, but that's what he says. And led the children in songs and dances. Another commissioner stated that he was pleased with the protest, were peaceful on both sides. These people don't have a clue as to what grooming is. They don't have a clue. Or they do, and they're just covering for it. Even if they're not doing provocative things, which I think just dressing up like a woman and doing this is provocative in and of itself, they are teaching the kids that it's okay to do that. And to feel comfortable around people like that so that when they can get them alone, they feel more comfortable with the predator in their midst. That's what that is. That's exactly what that is. And Jesus was right. If you're going to cause one of the little ones to stumble, we're going to need a whole lot more millstones in America. We are. That's how you bring justice to the matter. You don't bring justice by sneaking in there with a kid. You don't get justice by promoting it and, a quote-unquote, affirming it and saying, well, it's really not that bad. No, the target is the children. It's always been the children. And the question is, one of the people, we're the men in California who will stand up and go to these things and say, uh-uh, you get 100 armed guys, the militia that I talked about the first show, you won't be seeing this. You really won't. Bradley, be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, sonsoflibertymedia.com. We'll be back with you in the morning, 6 a.m., bright and early. See you.